Welcome to the Mind Her Business Podcast, the go-to podcast for female entrepreneurs looking to scale their business while taking care of your mindset, your health, and your family. Honestly, it's just trying to keep your head above water. So go ahead and pour yourself a cup of coffee or make your favorite cocktail. We don't judge. It's time to become the holistic CEO you're meant to be. Guys, welcome back. I'm excited for today's topic because I feel like this is something that we've been talking a lot about, but like talking around almost. So we're going to be talking about how to actually become a profitable freelancer. And I feel like it's so important to, um, especially right now, because we all know the freelance space is... not becoming more saturated, but it is becoming more saturated, right? There's it's, a lot of people who have the opportunity to call yes. themselves the freelancer and to do freelance work. It's kind of like what we saw during COVID. Yeah. Like during COVID, we saw a major influx of social media managers and it felt like the space became a little bit saturated. But then that ended almost a year after. Right. I feel like with the freelance space, it's almost becoming more accepted, yeah, right? Like absolutely. businesses are looking for freelancers now. Um, I don't think that this is a saturated space by any means because there are way more businesses who need work than there are freelancers, at least experts, right? Yep. But you may have some more competition now than you did in 2016 when we started. Absolutely. Yeah, there was a stat that I saw that like 30% of the workforce is freelancing in some capacity. So that's either a side hustle or they're doing this full time. And like you said, I know it's it's becoming more and more popular and we love it for that very reason that we've kind of built our business around it. Um, But no, I, I think it's really important to make sure we know how to be profitable in the freelance space, but also how we can kind of stand out because we know that there's so many more people doing it. So if there are more people doing it, there's more competition. If there's more competition, we have to elevate in some way and stand out. So absolutely. Yeah. So how do we stand out? How would you suggest standing out in this space? What would be the first thing you would focus on? Yeah. I mean, the first thing I would focus on would be niching down. I would now... In my opinion, there's two ways to niche down. You niche down in the service that you offer, and then you also niche down in who you offer it to. Absolutely. I think when you can niche down in both of those, you become unstoppable. Gold. Yeah, you yeah. feel unstoppable, there's in my gold. opinion. Um, yeah. I mean, we saw it firsthand with our agency. We were a general social media marketing agency. We offered everything to everyone, and we were losing money because here's the thing. When you offer everything to everyone, there's nothing special about your business. And I don't mean that to sound harsh, but there's not. So then what becomes special? What becomes that factor is literally, can somebody get what you're doing for cheaper? Absolutely. That's what it is. Yeah. At at the end of the day. And so once we decided, okay, we're going to niche down and we did this slow. Like I want people to know that we niche down just in Pinterest. And then we were like, okay, who can we serve in Pinterest? And I think that that's smart. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you have to do it all at once. And I think that's the the first thing is it's niche down in the service. Mm -hmm. That would be my suggestion. Niche down in the service that you're providing. Yes. Because again, we were social media managers. We were generalists way Mm -hmm. back in the day. We offered everything to everyone. And then when we niched in, we offered one specific service to our clients. And at that point in time, we were taking clients in every different industry too. So we weren't really niched. And when we say like niching down, the part of the reason why we were taking clients in all these different industries, we didn't actually know who we wanted to like serve when it came to Pinterest. And so give yourself that grace to figure that out. Absolutely. Yeah. And then 
the thing I would say after that is, you know, we talked about niching down into your service, but then I think you could go even more specific and niching down into who you're providing Mm -hmm. the service for, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so basically what we did is we were like, okay, we're going to offer this to every single person. And then we realized, hey, the type of customer we really like working with is an e-commerce brand. Mm -hmm. Now, I still feel like that's pretty general because there's so many different like types of products inside of the e-commerce space. And I was reading something the other day where they were like, don't tell me your niche is online businesses. Yeah, right. And that was kind of what we did in the e-commerce space. Oh my gosh, for so long. And then we were like, okay, we really, we then we took it another tier and we're like, female founded Mm -hmm. e-commerce businesses and then i feel like our sweet spot is really in that like that home decor like that really is our like sweet type of client i would say so you kind of broke it down into two different like sub niches in a certain way right you can niche down first and figure out who the business owner is that you're going to serve and for us it was female founders Mm -hmm. right and then you can also figure out what type of business you're going to serve and for us that was e-commerce businesses and i think if you can actually do both of those yeah that's even more powerful, right? 100%. I mean, I'm thinking about one of our clients. Um, she comes to mind or one of our students comes to mind and she got so specific and niching down into mompreneurs. Yep. And she knew that she was a mom. She was starting a business and she knew what she needed as a mm-hmm. business owner and how she could provide and serve like her audience. And so she got really dialed in and specific. She offered Pinterest yes. management. She was niched down into service. Then she offered to mompreneurs. Yeah. So she had had the business owner in mind who she was going to speak to made speaking and creating content so much easier. I mean, we talk about this all the time and maybe we don't talk about this all the time to you guys, but (laughs) I think something we talk about a lot is like the people make marketing really, really complicated in the sense of like you're marketing your own business, right? But I think you're making it complicated because you don't know who you're talking to. Like me marketing our agency is, I was just saying this this morning, 30 minutes, I did five TikToks because I knew exactly who we were talking to. I knew what they needed. And when you become super clear on that, it's like you can start creating all of this content. And I think an easy way at the beginning is asking like, who are you? Yeah. What do you need? What did you need two months ago? And then kind of going from there. Yeah, absolutely. And from just niching down into the service, you know, a lot of this will come, right? Absolutely. Once you kind of narrow into what you're providing, then you're going to be able to narrow into the people because you've served a lot of different people and a lot of different businesses and you'll figure out who you work best with, right? But I do think it's important if you can continue to niche in even more so than service, I think that's really where it's an amazing combo. I agree. I mean, they... I feel like everyone says this, but it's so true. If you are literally talking to everyone, you are talking to no one. Mm -hmm. But when you start talking to one specific person, I remember we started only speaking to that like e-commerce brand. And I can't tell you the amount of DMs we got from service providers, from bloggers being like, hey, but would this work for me? Yeah. Because that happens because you have your language is just so clear that it almost like leads. It almost leads to that next step of people being like, okay, but. 
I'm raising my hand. Yes. Could it's it be still me? for me? Yeah, yeah, we got that a lot, especially on the course side, right? Yeah. Because we were offering services, but we also had a Pinterest marketing mm-hmm. course, have a Pinterest marketing course. And once we got super niched into who that course was for, yeah. we had people coming up going, wait, yeah. can I still get into this? Will this still work for me? Absolutely. So They're like, I want it. It's kind of a good it. problem to have, to be Fully. honest. But I think benefits of niche audience for me, it's, you know, it then helps you with like your brand positioning, mm-hmm. like we're talking about, right? Um, it allows for more social proof because yes. you're going to have the same type of person. And like, that's actually massive at the end of the day, because here's the thing. If I'm only, say I'm like a brand new freelancer and I have worked with, so I'm not brand new, but let's say that I've worked with like five clients and it's a very wide range of clients. That's great because I have that proof. But if I'm able to double down on one of those industries, now all of a sudden I have five case studies that shows that I can do it over and over again for that same type of business. And that's when you become like irresistible to your ideal client. It's not a fluke anymore. Right. And that's kind of what happened to us. Yes. Fully. Especially with the home decor space. Yes. We were like, okay, we're Pinterest. We're narrowed into e-com in the home decor space. Like, yes. boom, we have social proof for it here. You want to see? Yeah. Have you worked with a, a you know, client like us before or a brand like us? Absolutely. So Here's all the social proof you can need. So it makes it it makes it really great. And yeah. then I also think it makes for more efficient marketing, right? Which we talked yes. about. You're not spinning your wheels talking to a bunch of different yes. people. You can really streamline your marketing. I mean, you I mean to we've that. tried that, right? Yep. Like at one point I was talking to bloggers, service providers, e-commerce businesses. And it gets tiring to go wait it's who exhausting. Am I to talk to today. Brie. Do you remember 2021 when I did three webinars, live webinars? For three different types of audiences. For three different types of audiences. Yeah, how crazy were we? I think I slept for a week after that. (laughs) The webinars are draining. They are so draining. And I was like, yeah, let's do three back to back. That'll be perfect. Because I can't talk to the home decor or e-commerce person in this webinar because this webinar is for the blogger. And I can't and talk I, to the blogger. And I don't want to leave anyone out. <laughs> Ridiculous. Literally, you talk to everyone. Talk you about. literally attract no one in some exactly. crazy instance. And then I also think niching down it allows for less competition, right? When you really yeah. think about it, how many times have you been on sales calls where the person will say, you know, I've interviewed other people yeah. in this space that, um, you know, they're a social media management agency and they do Instagram and they also do Pinterest, but you're the only one that does Pinterest. I think I've been told that like a thousand times. And it made us experts with us. Yeah. Without us even saying. Without like, me even speaking. And here's the other thing. When you niche down in one thing, okay, I want to take a step back. (laughs) All right, we are actual experts. We've been doing this for a very, very long time. But literally the moment I said, yes, we only do Pinterest, their eyes got big with excitement. And they were like, I haven't spoken to anyone else Mm -hmm. who does this. This is amazing. And then I like literally just started talking about our approach and our strategy. Wow, that's so different from other people. They said that's so different from other people. They didn't necessarily say like, they basically assumed from there that like we were right because we focused on one thing. So it's like you, we had like multiple leg ups from there. And I just, I feel like we get so busy or it's so easy as freelancers to be like, Oh, I want to offer everything. And I want to have my hands everywhere because somebody may need me, but I feel like that's how we become broke freelancers. Absolutely. And 100%. we've been down that path before. Yes. Right? And I can tell you it's better <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> Just to get very, very, very specific. Yes. So, no, absolutely. Another thing, too, is as you're starting to like figure out 
obviously we're going to talk about Pinterest so much because this is what we've built our entire business around. But as you're starting to figure out the platform that you want to like niche down in, um, not to take us on like a side tangent, but I think it's so important to make sure that it's something that you enjoy. thousand percent. And it's something that you actually like it fits with your life. Can I tell you the story? Can I tell the story? I was can telling you, you tell earlier? the story? Do we have, let's see, how much time do we have? I know. Yes, you can tell the story. What's the clock? <laughs> so I started following this, um, this business owner on Instagram. This was probably 2019. It was when we were going to be releasing our first course and she she like grew a major YouTube following and then she was also building like coaching and courses and programs mm-hmm. off of that. And I'll never forget sitting there like I was binging her stories and any like type of content I could because in my mind I was like she has the dream business like fully I was like she has a team of eight she's making multiple seven figures she has this gorgeous home like she has complete control over her life life literally it was everything and I don't know what happened over like the couple of years but I basically like her account popped back up just this week. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. I haven't been served any of her ads in a while. That's weird. And I jumped over and I sent you the post. She, since the beginning of February, has been on a indefinite sabbatical because she said that she ended up building a business machine that she does not even want to be inside of. And I feel this all the way down deep to my core because that was the spot we were sitting in, right? When we first started this, when we, you know, you had launched the agency and I was doing it as a side hustle. And it really was one of those things where we knew that people needed it and Mm -hmm. we knew that we can, we could market it, we could sell it. But we were both after about a year going, what are we doing? This is not worth the stress, the pressure. We don't even enjoy it really. I think we were just simply building Building something because we saw like other people doing it. Yep. And so we were like, well, if they're doing it and their life seems great, yes. I should technically have the same results. Yep. And that just simply wasn't the case. And I feel like this was such a good reminder that like a part of being a profitable freelancer means that you also enjoy your life. Yep. Like it, that is like my version of this is you're making money, but you're also living like a very like fruitful existence. Right. And so when we were social media managers, we were like making money we were losing money and our lives in my life i'll speak for myself was not fruitful <laughs> no i was like exhausted working around the clock and like anxiety ridden yeah absolutely that's not nothing about that is like profitable if you just take the money out of or it or successful when yeah. you really think about what it means fully for you to be successful right? it was not the, your ideal life and not mine either yeah. so no so i kind of want to i don't want to pivot but i want to kind of tie this together. Um, When we say niching down and when we talk about niching down in your services, I feel like it kind of makes sense for the grand scheme of like where you want to look at your business and why it's so important that you also make sure you love it is because, and we'll talk about this too, once we niche down into our business and we found something that we loved, we started thinking about how we could create things to make more passive products, yeah. right? And so being so niche down, it became very easy. I want to tell yes. a story about when we first launched our very first course, right? Yeah, this method. is the this <laughs> is like such a good story. So we launched the pin method and you mm-hmm. kind of you made mention of this. We launched it to online businesses. Yes. The pin method was geared to just 
online business. If you have a website, we're for you. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that was our slogan. I, it might have been. It might have <laughs> literally been like, you can be a blogger or this or this or this or this yes. or this and and just take the pin method and it's going to work for you. And that's how we kind of marketed it, yeah. right? And we caught on that it needed to be tweaked a little bit. Yeah. And so then we changed it to like the pin method for e-commerce businesses mm-hmm. and it worked a little bit better. But I will say what really jumped off our online course creation um, and like us in this online space was when we realized there was a need for people who are just like us Mm -hmm. and we needed to teach people how to effectively do Pinterest marketing for clients. And the Pinterest VA school was like a no brainer. It was the easiest thing. We had niched down so easy into that. Like we had gone so easy into that direction that it was easy for us to sell. It was easy for us to market. It was easy for us just to know what to create because we had gone so niched in. So it makes it so much easier. I also think it speaks to like, who are you, who were you three years ago and what did you need? Yeah. And like, that's what this program is. Yep. It's what we needed three years ago. It's literally designed so you do not have to make the mistakes that we made. And yep. so when you know who that person is, because you were that person, your marketing becomes the type of marketing where the person is like, how did you get into my head? Yep. And like that, in my opinion, is always going like if you know exactly what they need, you know, the path that they need to go on. Not only are you going to have a program that is like profitable, you're also going to have amazing results. And so like the results that are coming out of that program are kind of unreal, like people leaving their jobs in like 45 days because they have all of these clients now and it's because we know exactly what they needed before they knew that they needed it. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we're going to continue to kind of prime you guys to think about (laughs) these things because it's something that in this space, like as we've grown our business, we've been able to think about a little bit more and a little bit more, but it is so important to first get into that niche, right? Niche into your service, niche into your person, and then make sure you love it and then create other passive products that are niched in and dialed in for that ideal customer. So it all kind of comes full circle, which is so great. Absolutely. No. And I mean, I know that there's going to be somebody listening to this podcast going, but I'm scared. I don't want to. We're scared every day when we decide to make a change, right? I mean, let's be honest. Call call it what it is. Every single time you and I go, we know we need to do this, yeah. but also like, should we do this? It's probably yeah. the right decision. I also like just want people to know like we're almost taking it back, but because I want, I feel like we can say all of this all day long, but until we actually tell you the scenario we were in when we niche yeah. down, it's not going to actually fully give you the picture that like we a hundred percent did everything wrong. Like there's <laughs> nothing about me that's ever going to be ever going to say like, I knew exactly what's no, I was like blowing like this business was on fire yes. basically. So we had the full and not because you said let's burn it. <laughs> Let's burn it all no. to the ground because I, it was literally because it just it was, was just on, on fire. fire by what we were doing. So like we had the full social media management business that also included Pinterest. Yep. We were running a membership for realtors. Yes. Oh my gosh, selling social was what it was called. It's we were still out there somewhere. literally running a membership. <laughs> yeah, we were running a membership for realtors that was like content specifically for them. I kind of had forgotten about that. It's yes, like, you're taking me back, and you guys want to know why we did that because we just did what we say don't do. Hundred percent. We saw somebody successful in that space and thought we can do that. We can create somebody something bigger, something better. But that person knew about the space. They loved the space. And we just saw it as somebody's doing it. So I should do it too. We had 
we really had no business doing no that. No business. We could create, we created gorgeous yeah. content, but like that was really where it ended. Um, I was literally doing free trainings, like CE trainings. Oh my gosh. Do you remember I that? I totally forgot. I was doing like all of these CE. That seems like a life ago. Yeah, it felt like a while ago. <laughs> all of these CE trainings that basically is just like continued education for realtors with the hopes that then they would want to buy our program. And I don't think we ever had more than like 15 people in this membership. No. Maybe we had 20 at one point. And it was really cheap too. So yeah, I mean, like, that was like a lot of work. It was like and $27. Yeah. Overall. But that. we were like the numbers, they will be there <laughs> one day. And so then finally I was having a conversation with somebody, um, which this was like the best thing ever. I We like traded our services essentially and she was like if you'll teach me this about Pinterest like I'll review like what you're doing in your business mm-hmm. and so I told her everything and she literally was like you have three businesses going on right now and I was like I don't think so and she was like you have a full social media agency you have a Pinterest agency and education and you're running a real estate membership and right. I was like yeah but here's and she's like no pick one thing and she actually said she was like from what you're saying and what you've talked about like you guys seem really passionate about pinterest like just only do that and y'all i was so scared i remember us like i remember this being in my parents house and us having this conversation and me telling brie the conversation Mm -hmm. i had with her and brie was like yeah it makes sense we should and i was like right but that means we're actually burning everything yeah. down we're gonna lose money and in, yeah. in the grand yes. scheme of things we would lose in 100%. the beginning to be able to build we that. had built up even though we were not like quote-unquote like profitable we had built up an agency that was making like i think it what was it like 15 to 20k I was months? Say close to 20 yeah mm-hmm. and so it wasn't like it was like a two like it was making good money on all, all social media clients at that point in time yeah. maybe like a mix of maybe one or two pinterest clients a few handful at that point but um most of them that were was just like the in. marketing agency side yeah. and then when we actually looked at everything brie was we both were like yeah but we're losing money yeah so why are we actually holding on to this mm-hmm. and so then that's when we decided we we're like we can't we basically I remember the agreement we came to because here's the thing, guys, I'm just not that person. I make like really rash decisions, but if it involves like something this big, Mm -hmm. I'm like, let's test the waters, then like make the rash decision. So our testing was I was only going to sell people on Pinterest Per, like yep. management moving forward um and so i did that and it just like blew up and we were like okay this is definitely <laughs> the direction to go well, yeah here's the thing it was it, it was something we both enjoyed yes it was not as it was not nearly as stressful no as social media management had become it was dialed in to yep. one specific service right pinterest um and it just became easier and easier yeah. for us to think who do we need in place to help hire and all of that which kind of brings me to my next point which is how to become a profitable freelancer yeah. in 2023 right we niche down yep we niche down even more and then we simplify and yes. so simplifying for me is not just going okay what do you need let me yeah. create something that you need and it's a custom package and i'm doing yep. this and that and uh something i have no business doing yeah we really got specific in we offer Pinterest management. You have your option of consulting. Yep. Here are our two package prices or two packages that we offer. Um, you know, how can we help you? Or 100%. here's here's our Pinterest marketing course. Yeah, like 100%. you have the options here and this is kind of what we do. And the reason that's so important is because then that allowed us to bring on a team member where yeah. they didn't just go, I'm not inside your brain. I don't know what you pitched this client. We just said, hey, they're a level one client. 
Um, here's all their stuff. Like, let's go. Easiest, easiest way to scale a business is to become so simple that anyone could replace you in the business. And that's, and that's that's, what we did. Yep. And like, I, the other thing too, is if you're sitting there being like, yeah, but there's so many people who need so many things. Yeah, you're right. But that's where like, there's so many ways to grow your business in the sense of like, become an affiliate with someone. Yeah refer clients to somebody who offers these other things that you know your people need and then you're getting a commission off of that but you're not having to do it like there's just so many ways you can go about it but yeah be as be as simple as you possibly can be it's kind of boring but it's oh but you know what boring businesses are profitable that's why i said it yeah (laughs) because when you're crazy yeah it's 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 not it's a hot mess i mean i feel like as an entrepreneur, you're always going to have these ideas and that's so exciting. And like, that's good. You need that. Mm-hmm. You need to always be thinking about, is there something out there that's needed? But it doesn't mean you have to like blow up your business in the process, right? Yeah. I, I was saying that for myself. That's for another time. Yeah. <laughs> Just blow it up later. <laughs> well, guys, I am really hoping that if you're like on the edge of thinking about joining the freelance space, that hopefully this made this a little bit less scary. You're not having to offer a million different things. You can become really niched in. In fact, you should become really niched yeah. in. And I hope it gives you a little insight into the fact that like why we're saying the things we are is because we actually did everything yeah. wrong. Mm-hmm. So you know, don't spend four years making the mistakes we did. Learn from us. We're happy to tell you all the things we did wrong, and I'm sure we will in the the coming episodes. (laughs) Is there anything else that you would add to building a profitable freelance business? No. I would say the only thing would be to like diversify where you're finding clients but i feel like that's that could be a whole another episode in itself I think it might be actually she's giving me the eyes she's saying cut wrap it. it up wrap it up van parsons wow <laughs> i almost threw my maiden name in there that's you, that's when you know i'm really mad right <laughs> well guys thank you so much for taking the time to jump on with us today if you're interested in building a profitable side hustle we have linked two freebies for you in the show notes the one is our free masterclass, which walks you through the five secrets of becoming a successful pinterest manager and the second one is our free ebook so if you're really trying to decide like what type of service you want to offer the ebook is for you because we walk you through so many different creative virtual assistant jobs that you can offer. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you could go ahead and leave us a review and let us know what your biggest takeaway was, we'd really appreciate it. And we'd love to connect with you over on Instagram. I'm at Emily VDW. And I'm at Brie Galloway underscore. See you next week. Bye.